right? Yesterday ended with last night and that's never coming back. So really just take a different perspective for, for the remainder of December and every day just wake up being grateful. It could be for even one little thing. Just be grateful. And that sets the whole tone for the rest of the day. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast. This show is about knowing the legal life cycle of your business. Welcome, everybody. This is John Beath and Kelly's producer of Go Legal Yourself. And today, Kelly has as a guest me who is having her as a guest. And this is episode 123. We have yet to title it, but I'm sure we'll get there, won't we? Absolutely. How, how about, uh, I don't know, jingle bells or, you know, cheer or cheers? <laughs> <laughs> well, then we got to talk about jingle bells and cheers, and I'm sure hotty toddies will be at the top of the list. But actually, I'm get you know I I really want to give people an opportunity to get to know you on a little bit different level, as I know you and so many people that you know actually know you. So, yeah, you're going to say something. Yes, I was going to say I'm excited about this show. It, it's uh, it's nice sitting on the other side, John, being interviewed on my own show. So um, I'm excited about that. I'm sure you've got some fun questions for me. Yes, because Kelly says recently, you know, she picked it up a couple of months ago and she started talking, you know, welcoming all your legal beagles. So what I want to talk about is a little bit of, do you have a beagle? I don't know, but I do have uh, yes. three currently. I've got three four-footed associates. One of them you may hear in the background, she's just focused on uh, running. We, we call her the office manager because she's always in the office. Shotzi, she's our um, older girl. She's 17 years old and she's a wiener dog. And so instead of <laughs> instead of saying, welcome, my wiener dogs or my pit bulls, right? I think I think it's quite nice saying legal beagles. It has a rhyme to it. Do you remember your first dog you had? And when I was do. that? I do. Tell me about that. My Bella Boo. So we've, growing up in England, we did have several dogs. And they were more of the family dog rather than my dog. And John, I used to be petrified, not just scared, but petrified of dogs. Hmm. And then fast forward, I can't live without them now. And it was back in 2015 when uh, my, my wonderful, incredible husband, he decided to get me a boxer, never, ever had a boxer before, never had a baby dog before, never had a puppy before. And so here comes Bella Boo bouncing around. She's five weeks old and she's just full of energy. And thank God we had Tiffany, uh, Shotzi's sister at the time that had babies prior. So she became Bella's foster mom. And it was just incredible to see that bond. Well, well let me ask. So once, well, first of all, this is in Southern California, actually, after you came to the United States. Yes. And then, but you had mentioned Shotzi. So Shotzi, well, well, this is a joke around the house now, right? So when, when I met my husband, he had three wiener dogs. And so everyone, you know, the joke around the house is I fell in love with my husband's wieners. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, let's try to keep this clean. Okay, good. <laughs> it was so funny, John. We used to go out for a walk, all, you know, Brent and myself and the three wiener dogs. And then uh, when we used to come back inside, I had to count my wieners, right? I used to go one, two, three, ah, four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But yes, um, so the the uh, the wiener dogs came with the husband <clears throat> and very quickly they became my dogs. Fancy that. But yes, um, Bella, she just absolutely became the love of my life. Uh, she still is. And she's, she, she passed uh, about a year ago. She passed to cancer. And it's unbelievable just how much uh, purebreds are susceptible to, to cancer. Just unbelievable. But... If I had to do it all over again and I knew the outcome with her, I would do it in a heartbeat, John. Every day she had me smiling, she had me laughing, she'd do the funniest things. And yeah, she just became my heart. And, you know, eventually they say that um, anytime a dog passes away that you, you've looked after and loved, your heart eventually just becomes a big giant dog, <laughs> you know, because they, they take pieces of it uh, with them and you hold pieces of them. So, yes, um, always will miss my little Bella Boo. Yeah, I had a uh, dog, Maggie, and she was half Malamute and half Coyote. So with Maggie, she taught me how to have fun. It sounds like Bella did the same for you. She so absolutely did. Yeah, when we were outside, she was running around being crazy and chasing rabbits because I lived on some land at the time. But then being half Malamute, she'd come into the house and we had a fireplace and she would curl up next to the fire and just kind of lick herself clean. And it was just like, you know, part cat, I guess. But uh, but she taught me how to have fun and she also just was calm inside. So it was a very, really great experience. I just don't understand why everyone doesn't have a dog because one, they really do teach you how to live in the moment because that's what dogs do. They live in the moment. They do. And two, your longevity is guaranteed because you're taking them out, you're playing with them, you're happy constantly. So I think it's got to be a, a, a must for anyone out there that is depressed, that, that are on pills, that are having a hard time getting out of bed, just get a dog. Trust me, mm -hmm. you're going to save thousands of dollars in medical bills. Yeah, my sister's a dog trainer and a good one too. And she said, you know, one of her frustrations is people pick up, get dogs and stuff, and then they decide that they don't want them anymore. And she considers that to be a crime. And I do too, actually. Extremely. When you get a dog, it's for life. Absolutely. Talking about uh, dogs and, and, you know, I can always talk about dogs anytime, anywhere. Uh, I did want to also bring to the attention of my legal beagles that I am a part of Thrive Animal Rescue. It's mm -hmm. in San Diego mm -hmm. and it, it is just an incredible nonprofit. They rescue dogs just nationwide sometimes even international they'll fly out they'll pick up the dogs and they'll bring them back they rehabilitate them they've got an incredible uh, lady that works with the dogs mm -hmm. and it's just it, it, again you know if you please 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 if you can even donate ten dollars a month to this incredible organization please do that you know it's less than a cup of coffee right for the whole month so yeah definitely do that and i'm sure you'll put the links in well, in I was the, just going to uh, mention that. Boat. Yeah, the Thrive Animal Rescue in San Diego, right? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Great. So mm -hmm. you have more than one dog, though, right? I do. 
All right. So how many kids do you have really? I mean, just tell me. And do you have a favorite? And can you give me a little, you know, some are smarter than others. Maybe some have different kind of personalities. Well, currently I have three. So again, Shots is the office manager. She's 17. She sleeps a lot. And then I have a lady, uh, Lady Bagla is her name. And she is six years old and she literally is a lady. She's a mix between a pit and a lab. They call them pitadors. Did you know that? No. Yeah, she's a pitador. And she is so so funny she'll she's got these golden eyes so as soon as you look at her you instantly fall in love with her and then about uh, two oh my goodness this january is going to be two years john mm. two years that we've had our little shelby pants <laughs> <laughs> shelby uh, there's a story behind her she had never ever had a home before she's a big girl she's a pit and a short-haired German pointer mix. So she's about 90 pounds, and she's still a puppy at heart. She just turned three years old. But when we first saw her, she had moved from shelter to shelter, making her way down from the north down down to um, San Diego. And this was the time when I had lost my Bella Boo. And Lady, because Lady and Bella, they were just besties. You know, seeing Lady sort of going to that depressive mode, I said, no, we can't have this in the house. So I found Shelby at a local shelter in Oceanside, and she was just a bullet, full of energy, didn't know how to behave. She had no decorum. She had, again, she's never had a family, so she just didn't know how to behave. And this is where Lady comes in, the, the more mature dog and it's incredible the way they work together i think humans can really really learn things from a pack a pack of dogs and so lady taught shelby that there's a hierarchy within the pack and then there are rules within the pack that you must follow and now if you saw shelby she's just the perfect little puppy perfect dog and um, i call them radar and missile because when we're out on a walk, Lady will tell Shelby, hey, Shelby, there's a dog there. There's a dog there. So she's the radar. And then Shelby just has to go over and say hello, right? So she's the missile. <laughs> uh-huh. But yes, that that's my um, happy little family. That's, yeah, that's your pack, huh? It, exactly. That's my pack, yeah. Yeah, awesome. So I wanted to ask you another question too. Which is um, like you, you and I have known each other really four years and uh, with the podcast and everything else that's going on. But it's like we've had lunch several times, really not enough. But what often happens is we'll get into, we'll just go deeper into a conversation to get to know each other. And there's many things about you that I've discovered that I just really love. And uh, one of them actually has to do with kind of your spiritual or, or religious, you know, perspective and background. And can you talk a little bit about that? Because because it, it, you don't wear it on your sleeve, but it's there. And yeah. I, I just absolutely love it, you know. And it's, yeah, so let's Thank talk you. about that a little bit, yeah. Thank you, John, for bringing that up. Obviously, that's very taboo nowadays, but I've always gone against the grain. You know, I've never, ever been a follower at all. And the, this is this comes from personal experience as well. So when someone really 
experience something personal, it sticks with them. It's not something that, you know, you can just sort of brush off or not even mention. I'm uh, so obviously I'm, I'm of Indian descent. Um, my mom and dad, they're from India and uh, Punjab, so northern part of India. And so I was born as a Sikh. I was born into the religion um, that is known as Sikhism. And the Sikhs, basically, we are, um, we, we were born from warriors, if you will. So this was way back in the 14th century. The Sikhism is really quite a newer religion compared to the other ones that are out there. So about 14, 15, uh, 15th century, that was when the Mughal Empire, they were going across India and then they were conquering and converting people. And a handful of um, Indians stood up and they said, no, we're going to stand up against this injustice. And so that's when they wore a uniform. So that's why people can recognize them a mile away if they needed shelter, if they needed help. And uh, hence the turban. And so uh, that's, that's my background. But I absolutely, and I think all religions, doesn't matter again which one you believe in, if at all, all religions leave, lead to one holy, mighty God. That's that's what I believe. And I think, you know, God has created these different paths to him because people speak different tongues, right? They, they speak different languages. And so it's not necessary that everybody calls God, God. The English speaking people will call God, God. Um, every other religion has their own name for God. But I think, because people say, that's my God. No, my God's better than yours. God is one ultimate being and he's everyone's God. And we all are going to end up there at some point. I have had conversations, John, with God. And in fact, I call God my bestie. Mm. And God wants us to sit and talk to him as if he is your best friend. Just have a conversation. There's no there's no decorum, there's no uh, way of, you know, talking to God. You just talk to him as if he's your friend. And the magnitude that you feel because when you're in his presence it's unbelievable it's 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 something that you'll never experience ever just on your daily base except for that connection that you have with god so i am a very god fearing woman i i love god i love my family i love my friends and you know i'm very blessed john to to live the life that i'm living I, I get to work from the home office with all my associates, right? I have mm -hmm. fantastic friends and, and clients. I mean, absolutely wonderful clients. Mm -hmm. And I love what I do. I mean, you, you obviously heard that. If you love what you do, you really haven't worked a day in your life. But I absolutely love what I do. I'm very, very blessed. And it's extremely, extremely important to have a relationship with God. That's really the only way that um, one can get through life. You, you'll never see me sad or depressed or, or um, regretting things. You know, live every day to the fullest. This is a lesson I've learned from my pack. You know, they live in the moment. Every day should be full of excitement. It should be full of something new that you might do. Help someone, right? That's what it's all about. I'm in the service of others, as are you, John. And, right. and uh, 
what an, it, it truly is a great feeling when you can help someone and not expect anything in return. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my definition. And that's, that's exactly what uh, many, many years ago when I was studying world religion and everything, it's like, you know, it's like when you give something some, to somebody, you know, um, it's a gift if you expect nothing in return. And that's we're in the... It. Yeah, we're in the middle of a Christmas time and it's, a re, you know, a report everybody knows. It's just really, really stressful. So my, uh, you know, I have a lot of gratitude for this time of year and I feel it. But I, it really, really just sort of comes on two or three days before Christmas. And it's like, if I may say vibrationally, it's kind of like there are so many people thinking about giving to others that you just can't help be somewhat enveloped into it, you know, and I think people that kind of resist it kind of are missing out on the opportunity of being Absolutely. able to in that, in that vibration, if that's, if that I can use that word. See, this is my favorite time of year. As soon as Halloween is over with, mm -hmm. and we start going into November, uh, right, right at the beginning, it's my husband's birthday. So we celebrate November and then you've got Thanksgiving and then, you know, the Christmas season. I've always enjoyed this uh, time of year, always, even as a kid, actually growing up, just really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I actually like it in starting in October. You know, we, in Southern California, we don't get a lot. But being from Oregon originally is like October, September, October is when the leaves would fall. And then I, mm. the sap would start slowing down. And, and you know, I just would get into tune with that and slow down myself, which I recommend people do that right now, you know, in terms I, of... I heard a new word the other day, and it describes all trees that, that lose their leaves. Mm. And the word is deciduous 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 uh -huh. yes i learned that from my sister-in-law who's in town right now and she was saying because she's got allergies and she goes oh during the spring because she's they're from michigan she goes during the spring maybe i've got to come out here do you have deciduous trees and well that's a pretty word well what is that we've got indigenous <laughs> trees but not deciduous trees <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and, talk, and talking about people's behaviors, what a great word to use in terms of letting go of deciduous negative thoughts or negative emotions go. or negative anything at all. There you go. Look yes. at that, Kelly. We just created something. Yeah, we did. Is that the title of the, the show? <laughs> I, I think so. Let, what, what, what do you want to call it? Letting go of and letting Be go of something become a deciduous tree <laughs> <laughs> become a okay we can do that during this christmas season right yeah so great i'm kind of making a note as we talk so you already kind of gave it up for um for what you're grateful for but uh, i wanted to ask it again it was on my agenda to ask you and i'm just wondering you know what what do you feel besides what you've already mentioned really really grateful for and it's maybe it's something, you know, in your life that has been a thread throughout your life that you just, you just sometimes maybe stop and just take stock and go, I just really am grateful for that. Every morning, John, I wake up grateful. And again, that's the only way you should really, everyone should try this. So every morning before my feet hit the ground, I say, I talk to my bestie. And I say, thank you, Bestie, for this incredible life you've given me. 
I say thank you for my husband. And I say thank you for my puppins, my dogs. Mm. And that's every single day, John, mm. every single day. So I, and then I, I also say, you know, thank you for allowing me to live the life that I've always dreamt of. Mm. You know, I've always, um, I've, I've always wanted to be a lawyer. The fact that I own my own firm, John, and mm. I'm hiring and I've got incredible people that I work with on a daily basis. In fact, Sarah, she's the, um, she's my executive assistant. And the other day I was saying to her, Sarah, what have you done with my week? It's gone because the time flies when we're here at work. And she goes, I know. And this is coming from an employee. She goes, I know. Maybe we need more days in the week. <laughs> Who says that, right, John? Who says that? She literally looks forward to coming to work. Nice. And um, But yes, I'm very, very grateful. And again, I think uh, the one thing that is true in my life, and it remains constant, John, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. that connection I have with my bestie. As long as I have that, I will never be alone. I will, I will never be sad. You know, there, there's always lessons to be learned. If something comes, so for example, if you have an obstacle in your way, that's a message. That's a message for you to get closer to your bestie, right? That it, it's because it's the same analogy as if... Um, your parents, your parents always want you to call them. They're always there for you. You know that without a shadow of a doubt. Something happens, you can always call mom and dad and they'll be there. Mm -hmm. Same thing with, 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 with my bestie. Always there, always protecting. And I think that's the most important thing in my life is to have that solid relationship and, and just, just um, be thankful for that. Yeah, that's really, really nice. I actually wake up in the morning and say thank you for this day. And grant that I may serve my fellow man, and in so doing, serve thee. Whoever. Look at that. You're giving me gooses. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> so you, we have a similar thing. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. That's very yeah. cool. So I wanted to keep this short. Anything else you want to add? I just want to say to everyone that's been so supportive and loving you know, I'm always here for you. Always, anyone has a question about starting a business, growing a business, anything business related, you just want to pick up the phone and say, Kelly, we love you. I'll, I'll accept that too, right? Just <laughs> I mean, give me a call, reach out via email. And um, if there are any particular topics you'd like me to cover for next year, let me know. But I truly, truly want everyone to have an incredible Christmas and, and incredible holidays and just enjoy it because right, yesterday ended with last night and that's never coming back. So really mm. just take a different perspective mm. for, for the remainder of December and every day just wake up being grateful. It could be for, for even one little thing. Just be grateful. And that sets the whole tone for the rest of the day. And nice. you know, and yes, and again, John, I, I, um, it, it's, you know, it's been incredible working with you. You're such well, a you. wonderful um, podcast producer, always on the cutting edge, and um, you know, just I'm, I'm just loving life. But I can't wait to bring some more interesting guests on the show for 2022, mm -hmm. and uh, really, really sort of sharing some more important information as to what's going on in, in the legal world, and uh, releasing a couple of books as well. 
Yeah, that's exciting. Well, we're going to save that for another episode. Or you, yes, you we can are. Do it. Yeah. I was just tickling them. <laughs> I know, tickling them. But I wanted to remind everybody that we're going to be uh, taking a two-week break. And Kelly will be back January 4, 2022. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, you can go to golegalyourselfpodcast.com. And I've changed things around and made it a whole lot easier for you out there to actually click on a button to leave a voice message for Kelly. And you can ask a question or make a recommendation about what you'd like her to talk about regarding law or dogs, but uh, whatever. But uh, just go to golegalyourselfpodcast.com. And uh, Kelly, thanks for uh, getting this done. We got it done, didn't we? We certainly did. And Merry Christmas to everyone and happy holidays. Okay. See you all soon. See you soon. If you're looking to start a podcast on your own, use the coupon code WHATHAS at checkout and receive a free month of media hosting from our recommended hosting company, Libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. This podcast was produced by Imagine Podcasting, and we help businesses eliminate competition by elevating their brand message to be heard. Visit imaginepodcasting.com for more information.